This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Simone Zaziaris. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Thursday the 15th of April. In your Squiz today, Minneapolis braced for more rage. Mass vaccinations on the agenda. US withdraws its troops. And another tricky situation for the ever given. This is your Squiz today. Pressure has been building in the US, Claire, as protesters gathered for a third night after the fatal shooting of 20-year-old black man Dante Wright in Minnesota on Sunday. Overnight, Kim Potter, the officer who shot Wright, was arrested and will be charged with second-degree manslaughter. If found guilty, she faces a sentence of up to 10 years in prison. She does, and the hope is that perhaps that development might calm protesters today as they head into Wednesday night. What happened there on Sunday is that Wright was pulled over in a traffic stop. Police say that they were checking expired uh, registration tags, but his mother was on the phone to him at the time, and she said that it was due to an air freshener hanging from his mirror. Uh, Things went bad very fast. Officers say that they discovered that there was a warrant for his arrest and they tried to detain him. He tried to get back into his car. That's when police officer Kim Potter threatened to use a taser, but she reached for her gun and she shot him. Yeah, there are concerns that tensions could boil over. The city has already been on edge, Claire, with the trial of former police officer Derek Chauvin nearby and heading into its final days. That, of course, is over last year's killing of another black man, George Floyd. So there are fears things could get worse in the coming days. Yeah, and the local mayor there said that things couldn't have happened at a worse time. He said that we are collectively devastated. Uh, The National Guard is in the area. Police presence is really very high and they're just hoping that things now settle down given those charges are set to be laid. Early in the week, Claire, we heard former Australia Post boss Christine Holgate accuse Prime Minister Scott Morrison of bullying her out of her job after he slammed her for using taxpayer funds for purchasing Cartier watches for four senior employees. Yesterday, Morrison refused to apologise to Holgate, but said he regretted any distress he caused her. Yeah, he said that on the day strong language was used, that was what was happening in Parliament. He said he didn't step back, though, from his rejection uh, of what was done. He said that he still believes that the purchase of those watches for high-paid executives within Australia Post, he says that wasn't appropriate and that taxpayers shouldn't be forking out for that sort of thing. There's also still a lot of questions about whether she actually resigned. Uh, Holgate, of course, put a cloud over whether that is something that she actually did. The government yesterday said very clearly uh, that she did resign and that that isn't in question. Labor leader Anthony Albanese, who also criticised Holgate over the watches, said the Prime Minister went about the matter all wrong and made Holgate's position untenable. And while we're talking about the Prime Minister, he's also confirmed he'll meet with former Liberal staffer Brittany Higgins to discuss the handling of her alleged rape inside Parliament House in 2019. 
And after facing growing pressure over the vaccine rollout program, the Prime Minister yesterday flagged plans to set up mass vaccination sites across the country that could administer thousands of jabs a day. The aim, Claire, is to get all Aussies who would like to be vaccinated one shot down by the end of the year. Still, though, not setting any timetable for that to be done in concrete. Of course, we know the Prime Minister in the last uh, couple of weeks has said that that's not possible given the supply issues. And of course, then we had uh, restrictions on the AstraZeneca vaccine recommended by the regulators for those aged under 50 years old. That, of course, has put a big dint on plans to get Australians vaccinated this year. But the idea is that while there's a lull at the moment and that will continue, that there could be that lightning round of vaccinations when things start to get better on the supply front as we head towards the end of the year. Yeah. And how much all this costs and who pays remains up in the air. But the Prime Minister says he'll work with the states and territories to find the best way forward. Overnight, U.S. President Joe Biden has made a statement about the U.S. withdrawing its troops from Afghanistan. That will happen on the 11th of September this year. 9-11, of course, is a date etched into history, and this year it will be the 20th anniversary of the launch of those attacks on America, attacks, Claire, that were coordinated by terrorists in Afghanistan. Joe Biden says that the U.S. will continue to support Afghanistan, but the 2,500 troops who were there as part of a NATO mission will leave on that 11th of September date. Former President Donald Trump had been working towards an earlier date. The latest was the 1st of May, but that will be missed with some difficult dealings between the Taliban and the Afghan government. And of course, that 11 September date now is the next one to work towards. Australia's remaining military personnel in Afghanistan involved with the training of local forces are soon expected to leave in coordination with the withdrawal decision. Claire, it's now less than 100 days until the start of the Tokyo Olympics and what has felt like an uphill battle over the past year. Officials have said the Games are going ahead, but there are still concerns around COVID. There really are. There's fears that Tokyo's on the cusp of a spike in new infections. Uh, Infections there are on the increase. Also of concern is that Japan lags behind other developed countries when it comes to its vaccine rollout. Uh, Of course, we know what that debate looks like here in Australia. Uh, But look, things are heading forward, as you say. The plan is that it is going ahead. uh, And certainly there have been uh, little celebrations around the world. We had one in Australia yesterday with athletes getting together, saying they're looking forward to the Games. Yeah, it's been a tough year for the Olympics. We have a shortcut that takes you through what the impacts have been in postponing the Games and how organisers have worked to pull them off. There's also some good memories from the Sydney 2000 Olympics in there. It's in your episode notes. You might remember a few weeks ago we spoke about the Ever Given, that huge, huge ship that got wedged in the Suez Canal and caused a massive traffic jam. Two weeks after it was freed, the giant container ship is now facing a whole new battle. And it's a battle to do with finance. (laughs) Um, What has happened is that authorities in that Suez Canal are holding on to that ship until it pays its bill. There's a dispute about how much is owed, but what the authority says is that it comes to more than one billion Australian dollars. Talk about having a bad run. 
And finally, squeeze the day in keeping to the theme of ships. Today is the anniversary of the sinking of the Titanic. That happened in 1912. <laughs> That's ominous. <laughs> it's fitting. <laughs> Fingers crossed things do go better for the ever given there. I'm not wishing that on them. <laughs> uh, I'm keeping an eye out today for employment figures. Um, they're out today for March. Of course, JobKeeper ended at the end of the month, so they're kind of a benchmark to use going forward. We don't know what happened after JobKeeper came off, so an eye on that too. Yeah, there'll be many eyes on those stats today, no doubt. That's a wrap for us this Thursday. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back here again tomorrow. We talk a lot about cybercrime and hacking because almost every day there seems to be some breaking news about another big data breach. But NordVPN can help protect you online, kind of like a cyber bodyguard. It protects your personal and sensitive data while you're online to stop it from falling into the wrong hands. That way, you don't have to worry about keeping your identity and private data safe every time you log on. And even if you make a mistake and click on a dodgy link or open a suspicious email, NordVPN's threat protection will kick in and delete it before it makes a mess of your computer. To find out more, and get a great discount, visit nordvpn.com forward slash squiz today.